Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's time for the Mr. Wonderful Show. Here's your host, Mr. Wonderful. Hey folks, welcome into the Mr. Wonderful Show. And today, got another special little interview for you. We'll get into that in just a moment involving Mr. Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers fame. But before we get to that, like I mentioned, some business to handle. If you haven't done it yet, Throw Me Podcast Network. You can follow us and subscribe on YouTube where there are videos daily and this friday another episode of the slasher report which goes live every friday on the youtube thrill me podcast network so you can go on over there give a like also on tiktok and instagram and facebook throw me podcast network plus haunters podcast still going down as well and you can follow us over there haunters pod on instagram as well And yeah, just a lot of things happening and the YouTube really going to be a big one as the Thrill Me Federation uh, really starting to take off. We have our next big match pay-per-view, the champion, Review It Rob, going to be taking on the psycho Joey Leone. And we'll see if we can get ourselves a new Thrill Me Podcast Network champion or if Review It Rob is able to take down Joey once again. So that's happening in May, uh, actually next weekend so you're gonna want to get on the youtube if you haven't done it yet uh, and the patreon throw me podcast network you can go there as well there is a new crypt of horror up as of this morning bright and early posted for you all it will take is two bucks to hear the crypt of horror but we've got many different levels and layers and subscription tiers for you but just two bucks and you can hear all the crypt of horrors season five episode three it is an episode that stars roger Daltrey. So if you're a fan of The Who, you can see uh, Daltrey acting. And Steve Buscemi as well stars in that episode. And I will just put it out there for you. It could be the best episode of Tales from the Crypt ever made. So that's on the Patreon Thrill Me podcast network. So yeah, just go to the Patreon, search that, and give it a go. Now today's episode, going to bring you a little interview I did not too long ago with Mr. Joe Gatto. You know him from Impractical Jokers. He has been out on the road doing comedy and all of that. Came to Virginia, got a chance to see him in Virginia. A really funny show, really good time. Uh, If you're a fan of Impractical Jokers, you'll have a great time getting to see him. And he's still out on the road, so thought, why not share this interview, give you a little insight of Joe, what to expect, and all that fun stuff. So yeah, without any further ado, uh, here I am, chatting it up with Joe Gatto. Hey everybody, Uh, I think that I am hanging out with someone that does not need an introduction, but I do want to make note that he's not just talking to me because, well, he thinks I'm a cool guy. No, he's got something to talk about. Uh, Actually, the Berglund Center, Roanoke, April 13th. Uh, He is going to be there. The one and only Joe Gatto. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you. I was actually just coming to hang out, but yeah, we can talk about it. (laughs) Oh, I mean, if you want to hang out, let's hang out. Like, uh, how's life been treating you? What's the last movie you saw, bro? Uh... Oh, I love that. Oh man! <laughs> I actually just I just rewatched um I, I just watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels on the plane oh. when I was flying uh, I was flying to back from Las Vegas, um which was a classic and I I can't believe what a good movie that is. Steve Martin is just amazing in it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my uh, I I know I mentioned her before we started recording. My fiance uh, 
she has just started getting into the Steve Martin train because of only murders in the building. So great. Oh yeah. Such a great show. Oh, them yeah. Selena. I mean, the, 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 what a dynamic the three of them have. It's such a good show. It's, it really is. It's like Selena was like, you knew Steve and Martin had it. And yeah. then Selena just, is, she's the perfect. I don't, I can't see anybody else doing that. What she's done. She's a, she's so perfect in that. And she's so great. Yeah. She's a big fan of her anyway. So yeah. yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> all right. I'm a little geeking out at this moment because Selena is actually opening for me at my, at my show in Roanoke. Oh, that's why I, that's why I was geeking out. Cause I was going to ask, <laughs> how did that come about? But uh, yeah, uh, you are coming to Roanoke on uh, April 13th. Tickets are on sale now, uh, but you're bringing your one night of comedy show. And uh, just what should we expect on this night? What, 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 what is Joe Gatto bringing for one hour? I bring at least five to 10 laughs. That's, guaranteed when you walk in the door you get those so that's included in the ticket price um it's a lot of me i mean you know people come out um i've been performing live for a long time now I, now as you know with the uh with the boys and now um i had to share the stage with four guys so i only had to bring 25 percent of the funny but now it's it's all on me so it's it's more about like what makes me tick um stories of my life growing up things about my crazy italian mother <laughs> um, and how she molded me to the uh, gentlemen you see before you, um, you know, and things about like parenthood and of course ways to mess with people. It's, it's really a mixed bag, but it's definitely a good time where I get to spend some time in front of the fans with the fans who've been so supportive and we all get to laugh together in a time when we all need it, uh, including myself. So it's been yeah. great. Yeah. You mentioned needing to laugh and, and things like that, like coming out of COVID, I, I've yeah. been to shows like this since, since that. And I gotta say, there's something different about the crowds post COVID there's something really intimate about this idea of everybody knows we're here for a good time. This is somebody we love. Let's have a good time. And it's, it's, it's very uh, trying to think of the ways to describe it that won't get me in trouble with my bosses, <laughs> but that, you know, you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like euphoric, like you yeah. get out there. It's like, you know, and also I would even say like a little therapeutic, it like really is just, you get out there and when people just have permission to laugh again and, and and just feel like you're with people and the world is back in a way that you've missed for a long time and just that human touch, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. been really, really cool to get in front of people and, and do it. And I hear it from everybody, like after the meet and greets and whatnot, or when I'm seeing people in these towns, when I show up, it's just people are appreciative that you're coming through and, and, and doing the thing and reminding them for an hour that, uh, you know, life isn't that bad <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I've heard you talk about meeting some of your fans on on this tour and things and and you've shared some of the experiences of how you are you've always been you you have never been a character since the time that you come into all of our lives as fans you've, you've been joe yeah. just joe so we do feel like we know you that's why i'm really giddy about this interview because it's like man 11 years i've been watching you on television everything you do following you on the socials so uh, just can how how is has that been getting like i know you kind of touched yeah. on it but really what has that been like the meat and potatoes of it's, getting to meet people it's weird because like imagine because from my point of view i'm meeting you for the first time right yeah so from your point of view you've seen me over 300 episodes of television over a decade of my life you've seen me grow you know right. over over years you know details about my life you know because i'm pretty open and and you know tell about my struggles with everything, you know, whether it be it bullying growing up or be it how to, you know, deal with family dynamics and divorce and whatnot. So like there's been a pretty open book that way. So it's kind of hard to 
you know, you come into it knowing a lot about me and I'm just like, hi. So people try to catch me up real quick. And it's <laughs> interesting. Like the first sentence out of a lot of people's mouths, like, oh my God, like my mother died. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And they're like, no, but you got me through it. Like I'll hear all these stories about how my comedy has been there for people. And people are just so open with me. And I just appreciate that because there's a relationship there. You know, people really feel like they know Joe and I'm not playing like Chandler on the show. It's, it's me. So um, I really do appreciate that. And I will say it's weird. It like really is just a weird thing. I don't think a lot of other people in the public eye have in that same dynamic as me and the guys do. It's like, just so, you know, you've seen us, you feel like, you know, us, um, you know, people are like, you're not, you don't look as fat as you do on TV. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. I meant to tell you on the zoom call, you look, you look really good. It's like, only one camera. So you know, uh, only 10 pounds added, not the normal 60 yeah. with the six different. Oh, cameras. Gotcha. I was going to say down to six cannolis a day. Yes, now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> good half dozen. <laughs> um, well, speaking of those personal experiences, like to get a little personal myself, like you're right. Like you and the boys, like for me, it's been a show like in Practical Jokers. You specifically have always been my favorite and my dad. You're a man favorite. of taste. We know this. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, listen, I grew up on Long Island. So I was like, this. Oh, there you go. That's the guy that I would like to go to a Mets game with. So when I watched <laughs> you stealing kids' balls for yeah. Noah Syndergaard was throwing them, I was like, worst See? moment of my life. Worst moment <laughs> of my life. Yeah, I, uh, my fiance, but circling back to all of it, like my fiance and I, when we first started dating, we were like, oh, you like Impractical Jokers? Oh my God, what's your favorite? And when we watched that episode together, she was just asking me like, how do you think he feels? I was like, listen, I have been that person asking for balls before. I I, I was I was struggling. That's yeah. why she was asking me because I was just in the corner like. Uh, the worst part was I kept calling him Jeter. <laughs> People yeah. get so mad at me. <laughs> like, it's not Jeter. <laughs> how dare you? You're yeah. supposed to be a Mets fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but those connections, like even with me, with you right now, like that's the thing, like with my dad, I can call him and it's like, oh, did you see did you see Joe's punishment? Did you see yeah. this? Did you see Yeah, the that's movie? a big thing too. It's like the family connection, right? It's a big co-view and family. So the thing that's not lost on me the most is I lost my father when I was young. I was 19 when he passed. And I always remembered we had so many bonding moments over watching television together and laughing and talking about comedy and watching like stand up and stuff. I didn't get to watch too much with him because I was just coming of age when, uh, you know, he he'd passed a lot of the stuff he was watching. Yeah. I couldn't watch younger, but like just, I have so many memories being around the TV laughing with my family and then talking about it and getting excited to watch together so to be that for people is not lost on me i know how important that is especially being a dad too so i i, I you know all i'm super appreciative of this journey and of course all my fans support throughout it um so being a part of people's homes is just a really cool thing for me that's cool uh speaking of being a dad we can kind of circle into this for a little bit you actually host a podcast with uh your buddy who is on tour with you as well uh, yeah that's right out. steve Byrne. we do two cool moms it's a a podcast that uh been so much fun i just you know we just did our 45th episode it's been such a great format so basically steve and i both had mothers that had uh big personalities and gave great maternal advice and we both think that we uh we've inherited that trait so it's called two cool moms and we spend the first half talking about you know stories about anything you know just chatting about our, our childhood or parenting or or just anything actually we've talking about we've gotten into favorite cereals before and it's been a dark hole but, <laughs> um, and then the second half is actually interactive where we submit uh fans submit questions and we help them with their dilemmas to the best of our abilities sometimes it's great sometimes it's not but it's always funny <laughs> oh, that's, yeah it's it sounds like a fun show i actually was listening to your uh last episode a little while ago just getting prepped i was like 
crap, how did I miss that Joe has 45 episodes of the podcast? I got some catching up to do. <laughs> um, all right. Like, oh, there you go. I got, you got some time while you're driving yeah. to help you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I love taking road trips. So um, so Berglund Center, Roanoke, Virginia, that's where you're going to be on April 13th. Uh, before I let you go, I do have a few more questions really fast. Have you been to Roanoke before? Roanoke. No, I have not been there. No, not yet. okay, not yet. But, I've been through Virginia a bunch, and I love Virginia people. So okay. well, I imagine it's it's uh, some of the same. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely going to be the same warm welcome that we always give everybody. But uh, I was going to ask because I know that you've been to Norfolk. Um, I think you've yep. been up in like Arlington in there as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have Richmond, a cool Virginia? Yeah. Oh God, Richmond. Yeah. So then you must have a cool Virginia story, like something that sticks out on one of those trips. Um, I helped a lady that fell in in richmond and she had tripped she was a little bit older she was we were i, I like going like shopping like uh you know on like you know the main street i have some yeah. time when we would get in town and i'm pretty sure this was virginia actually i think it was in richmond i was yeah I th- i'm 99 sure i was so she had fallen uh and then i helped her up like she just stumbled or whatnot but she wasn't it wasn't a bad fall but i just i helped her up and she looked up at me and she went joe <laughs> she was so surprised but then she like looked at me like judgingly like did you make me fall prank me? and i'm like man no this isn't on me you tripped you stuff yeah. i'm just being nice oh my gosh that's... but it was so weird that she looked up and she's like thank you <gasps> joe <laughs> yeah what are, what are the chances right yeah, and she said what are you doing here and then i said helping you up <laughs> yeah have a great one bye yeah, that's funny. oh that's that's great um and then the last thing i got for you because i have to ask this before i go sure um speaking of richmond i got to see clerks three when kevin smith toured it in richmond yes uh first off when you and the boys came up on the screen <laughs> the place went crazy but it really lost it with you because of the editing yeah so i think i think all of us were unsure if you would pop up <laughs> Uh, and then there you were and everybody really lost it at that point because it was like there it is there's all four but how did that come about like were you just hanging out and kevin smith was like hey man want to be in clerks (laughs) three no that came through my boy q q is uh boys with kevin smith and i i have come to know him through q over the past uh you know six or seven years uh great guy and they were filming in red bank and uh you know q had said I had asked Q, he was like, hey, do you think the guys would do a cameo? I'm doing this fun bit where, you know, you explain the bit to us. And we're like, absolutely. So when we showed up, he's like, just say anything. I don't care whatever you guys want to do and just start improv. And, and I improv that thing about being divorced. And that I filmed that like two years before I got divorced because COVID happened and I got whatever. So then when the news came out and in props to Kevin, he actually reached out and was like, hey, is it cool if I still put that in there? And I was like, absolutely, man. It's not no big deal. You know, people know. So it, it's fine. But uh, it was so cool to do that and be that because I'm, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a movie director. That's why I got into this business. That's what I'm moving my focus into now in 2023, writing and directing film. And uh just a fan of him, such a good guy, makes a great, tells a great story, really passionate about the process, respected in the community. So it's, uh, it was just a really cool thing to be a part of. That's cool. And that's really cool that you're moving, that Cannoli Productions is now moving into the, 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 yeah, somebody did a Google search. Somebody did a Google search. I I try to be slightly professional sometimes. (laughs) I get yelled at enough, like 99% of the time, be more professional, but then I have that one little moment. You're great. Uh, (laughs) But okay, I know I said that's the last one, but I got to know, is there anything you can tell us or tease us that you're working on that you're allowed to talk about? Uh, no, nothing yet really to report, but, um, you know, everything is, is through really my Instagram, you know, at Joe underscore Gatto is really where I, I really put out everything through there. And then, of course, the podcast, I'm um, actually we're starting to do it live, which is fun. 
Um, so, yes. you know, we're going to be doing our first one in Nashville, which I'm really excited about on February 6th, I think, um, which will be really fun to, to just get out there with Steve oh, and God. do the live version of the podcast. But I, I really hope that people enjoy the podcast because I really enjoy listening to it. And like you said, a lot of people don't know I do it. Um, yeah. So it's called Two Cool Moms. Uh, you can search for it on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel and uh, it's really fun. And I think people enjoy it. So I would say people should check that out. <laughs> I'm not a parent yet, but I was, I just love the banter you guys were having. Yeah. It was, it's really not about parenting at all. It's really nah. just about like people write in about what, what could they do to make fr- like, you know, friends at work or whatever it is. Like, and we just give our best advice that we can. So. Yeah. And who doesn't want life advice from Joe yeah, I mean, I clearly I'm crushing <laughs> it. Clearly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Berglund center, Roanoke, Virginia, April 13th. Uh, Joe, thank you so much again for taking some time out of your morning. Oh, this is great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, again, Joe, uh, really just his show was just such a blast. Uh, As you can hear, guys, really just a great guy, one of the best interviews I've gotten to do. Just had so much fun talking with him and had so much fun at his show as well. I mean, the tour is still going on right now. Uh, he's still got some dates. He's he's off the road for a little bit right now, but he'll be getting back on the road in May. Uh, he'll be, oh gosh, he's going to be in Alabama. He's going to be in New Orleans. He's actually getting back on the road in New Orleans. Then he'll be in Alabama. Eventually he'll be in Jacksonville, Florida. Hell of a town. Uh, making his way through Florida as well. Then he'll get over into Texas. Uh, you can get all the details on his concert if you just go to uh, your local Ticketmaster or any of that, uh, or his website. He does have a website as well, cannoliproductions.com, and you can check out the tour dates there. So if he's coming to an area near you, I fully recommend going and checking out that show, especially if you're a fan of Impractical Jokers. Uh, there's a little, he he doesn't, it's not just stories. Like, that's the thing. He, he makes it sound like it's just stories, but it's not just stories about being out there with Impractical Jokers. It is a full stand-up special, and it is a really good time that Joe Gatto night of comedy so I do recommend going to see it if you're a fan of Impractical Jokers or if you just want a night out and a good comedy show I was very blown away by the fact that I've seen a lot of comics having lived in Hampton Roads Virginia I used to go to the funny bone where you heard the interview that I did with John Lovitz that's where he was performing some of the performers I've seen there hmm, okay not as good as Joe and you know maybe there was a little bias being a fan of Impractical Jokers but I still felt that he put on a great show and that even if you're not a fan of it, you will appreciate the comedy throughout the night. So there you go. Have a great one, everybody. Again, remember, uh, rate and review and subscribe to all the Throw Me Podcast Network shows and uh, check out that Patreon. There will also be another Crypt of Horror coming out a little bit later on this week and also an A to Z movie review as well. So a lot dropping on the Patreon uh, over the next few days. Have a great one, everybody. Peace and love.